Hey friends, welcome to It's All Happening with Amanda, a weekly podcast that dives deep into your favorite reality TV shows. With help from my special guests, we break down the most shocking, controversial, and heartfelt moments from Bravo and beyond. In the words of Aviva Drescher, I say what I mean, but I never say it mean. Grab a fancy AF cocktail and get ready for me to mention it all. I have one of my favorite Instagram friends with me today. I'm here with my friend Kendrick. He is the host of the podcast, Me and You, The Housewives, and Marvel 2. Hi, Kendrick. First of all, before I even say hello, let me just thank you for getting the name of the podcast right. (laughs) I think it was my first time I ever said the actual right words. I was like, let me pull it up. I never say the, the, the housewives and Marvel too. I'm like searching everyone else. (laughs) I'm searching on my phone. I'm like, where is this podcast? I'm missing all the words. Okay. So me and you, the housewives and Marvel too. Can you give us, okay. So is that like from a thing? Like, is that like a saying or a song? Can you explain the history of your name? Yes. So like when I was thinking about finally going on this journey, I was talking to my cousin. So first of all, I was like too embarrassed to admit, I was like dancing around the issue. And I'm like telling her like, yeah, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, doing this thing. And I'm just like, you know, thinking. And then she like up and tells me that she's starting a YouTube channel. And you know how someone tells you something like, not embarrassing, but like something about them they reveal. And then you like automatically feel comfortable enough to reveal it about you. So I'm like, oh, I'm starting a podcast, by the way. (laughs) And And so I'm like telling her, and then I'm like, I have a name, but I feel like it's too long and it's really weird. But it was from uh, the outcast saw that me and you, your mama and your cousin. Too. That, for some reason, that was okay. in my head like, during that period. And so I'm like, <laughs> what am I going to name this? And then all I'm like, what defines, because I wanted it to be a pop culture podcast, like overall. So I'm like, what defines pop culture the way we talk about it now? And I'm like, to me, there's no bigger thing than like reality TV and Marvel, like which every movie makes like a billion dollars. So I'm like, I have to include those in the name somewhere. And then out of that came the housewives and Marvel and everything. So I'm just like, let me just literally take everything I know and just like throw it in the title of my podcast and (laughs) just go on about my business. So open the dictionary, (laughs) point to a word that's going in the title. But I love it because I think it really speaks to what you do, which is like, talk about yourself and people Mm -hmm. and housewives and movies. And so it lends itself to bringing up other reality shows and other movies Mm -hmm. and things, because you're not like specifically one topic. Right. That was some advice like, I got was like, don't make, don't mm-hmm. make a Vanderpump Rules uh, podcast because then you're really stuck in like one show. And like, thank God. I would say you would have been like out on your ass then if you had done that. Like, my God. Yeah. We like don't know what's going on with that. But maybe like, I keep thinking like this is so random. If, if you listen to my podcast, then you know everything I say is just the most random thing in the world. But I just keep feeling like, okay, there has to be a space there for like maybe... Candy Burris or 
So, like, I feel like she has a little space where she can come through and just kind of like, okay, well, Vanderpump Rules is gone. I have like 8,000 restaurants. Let me jump in here right. and get some ridiculous people to pretend like they're waiters and <laughs> make a great show in Atlanta. Like, well, I mean, like, I'll watch that show. Like, watch we've watched that all show. the spinoffs, right? <laughs> and aren't they open for business? That's the thing is like, they're actually working oh, yeah. in Atlanta. So that's the problem is right now it's like in California, it's just not going to work right now because they can't right. technically do anything. And I guess they could, you know, not really open the restaurant and film in there because filming is allowed to happen. You just can't have an open restaurant. Mm. So if you had like a fake restaurant with, but then it's like, right. what's the point? You know, it's, it's right. just not real anymore. It's like Georgia is basically like their own little planet right now. Like they, <laughs> they do whatever they want in Georgia. Like, I have I have a few friends that like lived in Atlanta and I see them just like in the middle of the uh, packed club partying like no mask and stuff like that. And you know, I just like literally I've been in my house for like an entire year and I went to Christmas with my family and got coronavirus. <laughs> so I'm like, there is no way in hell y'all are literally this comfortable out here partying like like I don't I couldn't like the, the the thought of being close to people again like if my job ever calls me and says like okay you got to stop working from home you have to come in day to day I don't I I <laughs> might put in my two weeks notice like I don't know if I could do that anymore that, I, the thought of that creeps me out I, don't I, see, know I see the fear on your face you're like do yes. not do not let me hear anyone. me and my co-workers talk about this every day we're like if they ever <laughs> try to get me to come back in office it's not happening I think I'm just gonna like uh, we you know we have like some of the big companies here like FedEx and I'll, I'm like I'll go work in the hub like I'll pack the box like anything I don't damn these degrees because they're not doing anything for me right now anyway so let yes. me go find something to do because I'm not coming back in y'all's office well, and I, I, boxes wouldn't be any better, but <laughs> I'd be around everyone. I feel like though being in an office is like pointless at this point. I mean, I don't have an office job, but Seriously. a lot of people are like, I can do my job from home. It's fine. It's yeah. It takes some getting used to, but after the first hump of figuring it out, now you've got it figured out and look, you're watching summer house during the day. So you've got right. it made. <laughs> I literally like, it's like, it's like not even like a hump. It's like almost like after the first like three days, you're like, you get into a, like a ridiculous schedule. So like, I don't even like, I remember when you, you know, you first work from home, you like wake up 20 minutes early, you take your shower, you're putting on like your body butters and your face creams and you're doing all of this crap. And like now I literally, my alarm is set for eight o'clock on the dot when I'm supposed to log in. You're like, I'm up. Roll over, right. I'm like feeling on the side of my couch, like trying to get my laptop. <laughs> I get my laptop and I finally find it. I like log in in the first two hours of every day are like genuinely on my couch, just like trying to find the buttons to push. Like it is not like, it's not March, 2020 anymore. It is no. definitely 2021 now. <laughs> that is so funny. I don't need to be in office. <laughs> so when did you start your podcast? Was it during quarantine? Like, is this a new thing that you've started? Yes, it was. So I have been like, I've been such a fan of podcasts for God, for I feel like so long now. And uh, because you know, like I'm you know, like you follow me on Instagram, like anyone that follows me on Instagram knows like I'm a true crime connoisseur. Like that is literally when I'm not watching reality TV or Marvel, the other like 20 hours of my day are spent like on true crime. 
So like, I was like listening to like the crime junkies and like all, you know, like everyone, anybody talking about murder, like I'm front row. And then, so it was like, I was like, I, everyone had been telling me like I needed to do something where I can talk to people because I, they felt like I was kind of like wasting my time. Like, I just love to ramble. <laughs> and so they're like, you need something where you can like do that professionally. And so I'm like, what in the world can I do? Like, am I really going to like take a crack at starting a podcast and then 2020 hit and it's like, what the hell else am I going to do? Like I'm at home 24 seven, why not start it? And then my cousin was talking about, uh, you know, Hey, I'm starting this YouTube channel too. And I like this. I'm like, okay, everyone is literally like following their dreams. Like now, like why couldn't I do this and maybe have a little bit of success with it too. So I literally like researched my, I, I'm a planner. And so like, before I, did my first recording of anything I had literally like spent like months like okay what about this kind of microphone what about a condenser mic or what about this one okay well okay I'll get that mic but then what about this cord is this cord gonna fit it really correctly and do I need a new power strip like I was like obsessing about everything I finally pulled the triggers and bought all my stuff from Amazon and I'm like okay let me just give this a shot and then once I like actually started like people following me and like it's crazy getting like those first DMs of like people you don't know saying like, oh my God, I heard your podcast this week and this, 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 and that. And I'm like, someone gives a hell about what the hell I'm saying. Like that's mind blowing to me. So I, I did it and I stuck with it and I'm just, thank God. I mean, 2020 was a, a nightmare, but blessings came out of it yes (laughs) well I'm glad you started your podcast and we have so much fun together talking on Instagram all the time and your podcast is so much fun and you just crack me up laughing and like even if you're talking about something that I don't know anything about I'm like I just want to hear Kendrick (laughs) saying what he's saying about it so I love that but it's so funny because when we were talking before about you know, you start to get it. You start to get all excited about your podcast. You're like, Ooh, I'm getting these followers. You make your, you know, you make your goal. And like, for me, mm-hmm. I made the podcast chart last week and I'm like, yes, 198 yep. out of 200. Like, but, <laughs> and I'm like getting, but the, you like, were there. I'm getting you like extra. <laughs> yeah. And I'm getting extra story views. And then I like go and I see a big account post some sort of engagement thing where they had like a poll and it was like 40,000 story views. And I'm like, this is a very humbling yeah. experience. Yeah, <laughs> That is literally me all the time. Like I, <laughs> so my podcast, one thing I'm like super happy about is that like the numbers grow every week and I'm like, I'm just like super ecstatic. I'm like, okay, my statistics literally are an up arrow. So like I'm okay with that. I'm very happy. It's amazing. But then you log on Instagram and like another podcast is just like bragging and boasting about, oh my God, we did this, this in a week. And it's like, oh, I should probably quit, but okay. No, no, you definitely shouldn't. You shouldn't, but I think- I won't, but- (laughs) I totally know what you mean though. It's like you, I feel like there's such an up and down with this where you start to get a lot of confidence. You feel really good. You're getting Mm -hmm. all these DMs. You get all this encouragement and you're like, yes. And then I start like DMing like the most random celebrities being like, hey, I have this podcast. Do you want to come on? (laughs) And then two days later, I'm like, why the fuck did I DM Joshua Jackson? from Dawson's Creek and ask him to come on my podcast. Like he's never reading this. Random thing. (laughs) I'm obsessed with his wife. Like his wife, Jody Turner Smith. I've been like, like literally before I even had this podcast, I've been like pushing to like get her to play Storm in the MCU. Whenever they bring the X-Men, I'm like, okay, 
Kevin Feige, you're never going to see this, but I have your storm. This is her. I like, listen to me. So like whenever, so like now, like because of that, I'm like watching everything Joshua Jackson's in too. Like little fires everywhere. I was all in. I'm like, oh my God, Jordy Turner Smith's husband, Pacey from Dawson's Creek. <laughs> watch this and check it out. I can't wait. So I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. Like I'm, I like get like this many, uh, like new listens in a week. And I'm literally like reaching out to people in Marvel movies. Like I got a podcast, you know, if you want to, you want to come promote the show to all three people that are listening to me. So Chris Evans, you, know, you might need this. You might need exactly. this. <laughs> I don't know if people know who you are, Chris Evans, but in case they don't, I have an audience. Right this, there. this might be a good chance for you to like promote your new project. I'm just like right. letting you know. Right. <laughs> We've only seen the commercials for it 38 times. I mean, not that many. So come on. on. I, I'm like, literally, I'm reaching out to anybody that'll even listen. I'm like, when I hear about like small people that are going to like, you know, brand new people that are going to be in like a new Marvel show or a new, I'm like immediately reach out. I'm like, yes, hey, I've got this little podcast, you know, in case you want to promote yourself or talk about yourself, no one ever responds, but you know, one day, one day they will. I mean, that's the thing that happened to me though. I mean, I know, you know, I, I was just like, I just had this vision one day. I was like, I'm just going to reach out to this girl from big brother. Like, I don't even know. I, I don't even really talk about big brother. I just was like, I'm just going to ask her because I'm a fan and why not? And she came mm-hmm. on, like she said yes. And she came on and I'm like, this See? is the thing you have to just do it. Like you have to just try because what's the worst thing that can happen? Someone says no, or someone just doesn't right. answer. Like who cares? Who cares? Exactly. I used to do uh oh my God. I used to be one of those people in, do y'all, know, do y'all have Sam's club? there yeah. or is it just Costco okay I didn't know. some people only have Costco I didn't know so like I used to be one of those people in Sam's Club that would like as you're walking through they'd be like hey try this product it's a new tea it'll make you lose weight like any kind of like little thing that we had to sell that week and so like I remember like even though that was like literally the worst job on the planet I remember like learning so much about sales from that and they're them saying like you know you missed hundred percent of the opportunities that you don't try and like right. all that kind of little stuff. So I always like, no matter what, I'll shoot my shot just to shoot it. Even though I know like a hundred percent of the time, you're probably not going to respond, but maybe one day, maybe one day, Carl, Carl, right. Kyle Cook, are you guys listening? <laughs> Carl, we see you lurking in the stories. We we've seen you. We you looked at both of our stories now. You can come on. We'll do a joint podcast or something. You can come on and talk to us. Don't be afraid. Like listen, we're, we're harmless people. Kind we of. just want to talk to you, okay? We just want to talk. <laughs> we just want to talk to you. That's it. We just got a couple of questions, a couple of theories. You know, just just a couple of things. Oh my gosh. We both have ordered Lover Boy. You know, just just a couple of things. I know. We just want to say happy birthday. We want to, you know, talk about Lover Boy. Right. Um, but we'll get we'll get back to Carl. I want to hear. Okay. So we're going to talk about Marvel in a little while because I watched Captain America for the first time, mm-hmm. which thank you for getting me to start this journey. I'm super into it. But with Housewives, how long have you been a Housewives fan? And like, what's your favorite franchise? Ooh, so it's so funny because I feel like my story is just like so super random. I was literally, I think it was like maybe 2000, ooh, 2009, 2010, one of them. I was in my dorm at college and I like I had like two different two roommates we had like a pretty big room and so like but neither one of them were there that day and I had like done all of my work for the next day so I literally had like nothing to do 
So I'm sitting on the couch and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm just going to take a night and just find whatever I can watch and not do a thing. I had a beer in hand and I'm like flipping through the channels. Oh, by the way, just to further set the scene, I like, I, I went to an all guy undergrad, <laughs> like one of the last three in the country. Wow. So like, like, no, I can't blame myself. Like, oh, you, you know, my, my female friends, we were all just, you know, going through the channels and no, all guy college. I'm sitting there on my couch flipping through the channels and I see someone at a barbecue saying that a woman named Kim is racist because she wouldn't come eat chicken at the barbecue. <laughs> and I was like, what is, what, what, what is happening right now? Like literally what am I watching? And then they like flipped to this woman with, with, I don't know if it was synthetic fibers or what kind of wig and what, but like Kim Zosiak is sitting there talking about she doesn't want to go to Deshaun Snow's picnic and eat with Nene and uh, Lisa Wu and all like that. And I'm like, I am thoroughly intrigued. First of all, they talked about they were having a marathon of this show later that week. So I'm like, oh, I'm definitely tuning into this. Watch the whole first season because that was first season of Atlanta. Right. Watch the whole first season. Sometime during the marathon, they were like, and the reunion on Tuesday or something like that. I was like, reunion? Like, what, what is happening? What do you mean? What is this? So I'm like, okay, okay, I'm into it. So I'm like watching that. And sometime during a the reunion, they showed a commercial and the commercial was like, so-and-so, so-and-so, the Real Housewives of New York City. I'm like, wait, there are more of these people? Like, what is happening? And so like, I like, whenever like I was in my room, I would just like have the TV on the background. You know, most guys like have it on like Sports Center and all this stuff. I was like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what they're doing over on this Bravo station, whatever is going on. And from there, like, I have been just a thousand percent in like I haven't wavered at all from it I've been like I'm like okay I'm fully committed I'm watching all the cities until I don't <laughs> because right. you know there, there are a few I've had to <laughs> tap out on but other than that you know I've, I'm, I'm in and it was because of them favorite ooh. so I probably have a couple I'll give you top three okay. I don't know what order they're in though Atlanta I just has a place in my heart. I feel like even Atlanta, when the drama's slow, they're always just so funny that you yeah. just, you know, it you always love to watch anyway. Entertaining, always. Always. Um, I think if anyone doesn't agree, you know, something's wrong with you. I think we all agree that Potomac is a top tier housewife show now. Yes. So I put them in my top three as well. And then New York, I'm, oh gosh, I forgot about New Jersey. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> New, I'll give it to New York because I think overall, like season for season, New York kind of beats out New Jersey, but only because New Jersey had to get their casting together again. Yeah. But the past few seasons, they've kind of, yeah, they've gone through some, <laughs> ooh, they, they've gone through some people, I, I, but they, they've gotten it together. So now I'm all the way back in on New Jersey too. So Me like basically too. I like everyone. <laughs> Right. Like, oh, I just, you know, I watch, I only watch this show and this show and this right. show and this show and this show. And this show. And this That's one, it. You know. I, I, I fell off New Jersey for a while. And like, I, New Jersey was the first, I wish I had a story like yours where you remember that time you first saw Housewives and it's like a pivotal mm -hmm. moment to you. I don't remember that. I'm like, I remember Orange <laughs> County. I guess I was mm -hmm. watching New York a little bit. I'll watch old seasons of stuff and be like, yeah, I watched all of this. I remember it being on, but right. like, I don't remember a moment. 
But the moment that really stuck out where I first became obsessed, where I'm, I was doing what I'm doing right now, which, Mm -hmm. which was early seasons of New Jersey. And I was so obsessed Mm. with the family drama and I could not get enough of it. And I was like, team Teresa, I freaking hate the Gorgas. Like I was all in, all in. And then when the twins came and everything, I was like, I'm not even watching this anymore, which is such a strange change from being obsessed and tweeting nonstop and tweeting at Andy, like get Melissa Gorga out of here. And then, (laughs) and then I'm like, I'm not watching this anymore. Like, it's just so weird how it can change so fast. Yeah. It was like, that's always been the thing that's baffled me is when like you could introduce like two new people and it can completely change the dynamic either for the, absolute better or the absolute worst like they got it pretty wrong that season but then you know a little later on you know we got Dolores we love Dolores but then they I feel like they got it super right with when they added Jennifer Aiden and I don't necessarily love Jackie but I can appreciate Jackie on the show I get like she she completes the the other half of the division on the show so I can appreciate her but I feel like they finally like gotten it right again and I'm I'm here for it I'm so excited to get how do you feel about Drew so like I want to talk about Atlanta I want to talk about talk Mm -hmm. about this week's Atlanta so how are you feeling about Drew being on the cast do you like her or I actually I I really like I think she's a great addition my kind of issue with Atlanta is I feel like y'all had this season y'all had a lot of room to do something like don't give me drew is a, a fantastic addition like her home life like having her mom and her husband <laughs> under the same roof my god like she has a little kids and she's around like portia and all their age and everything. like it it works to me like it, that part of it clicks but like y'all could have added two women that like we didn't know that had like nothing to lose and this would have been an like this would have been an entirely different feeling season like i get it that you know, it's it's been a little slow for some people, but like I love them making me laugh. Like I, their core cast, I love. It's just that y'all had the opportunity to now with Nene gone to really make this an entirely different show, but I they didn't do it. So it's like uh, I don't know. I'm still tuning in every week. I want to see why Cynthia was spread eagle on the door in that bachelorette outfit. So like I'm I'm fully invested. <laughs> I'm so invested. I wrote down how sad I was that there wasn't really any spicy bachelorette stuff this episode because, you know, it was kind of like one of those transitions we're moving from home to the vacation. Uh, So I'm looking forward to see more of that. But I think you're Mm -hmm. right. I mean, I like the people that are the friends of, like, I like when they have like the bigger group together, I'm glad that they Mm -hmm. have a bigger group on this trip because I was really worried when I found out there were only going to be five housewives. I was like, five doesn't work. Five doesn't work. And you know what? I just, sorry, y'all. I told you, if you listen to me, you know, I'm just like super random, but (laughs) this is why like, I'm kind of, like I'm super, super, super anxious for the new season of New York, but I'm kind of nervous too, because by my calculation, there are only five for them too right like i okay. think maybe like depending on if bershawn is going to be a full-time or not she's I don't listed know. on wikipedia as a friend of for this season oh god <laughs> i checked wikipedia so i don't know if oh, that's god. accurate but like so we've right. got R- ramona luann mm-hmm. leah sonia, sonia and ebony ebony and that's it right that's it i'm thinking they're going to be another five cast Bershawn's been in a lot though, but it makes me, but I don't see her 
I don't know. I don't see her like jumping in and like, you know, being that ag- like aggressive or that like outspoken on camera or anything. I don't know. I don't, you know, like all the housewives, like New York is a pretty aggressive cast. Like, so. Yeah, they're insane. So yeah. it would take a lot to keep up. And Ebony obviously has the the capacity with her job experience and stuff and getting her yeah. opinion out there and like knowing how oh, to communicate yeah. <laughs> her opinion without it necessarily causing like a, a rift where she's not going to talk to anybody ever again. Cause she's used to disagreeing with people on TV all the time. So she's right. used to it. And then you she's sit back like, down the next day. On <laughs> and then you sit down the next day and talk to him again. So she's used to exactly. that at least. Um, which I like about Wendy too. I felt like she was a good addition for that reason. Oh, I was 3000% team Wendy like I'm, I thought she was the best addition and I think that I think this is going to be kind of like her make or break season where mm-hmm. we'll determine like her trajectory if we see like five more seasons of her or this will be her last one but I feel like now I don't I feel like with everything that went on even though Monique wasn't on a lot of the episodes I feel like she kind of held a lot of the breath on the show this season so I yeah. feel like with her gone a lot of them are going to have to like reevaluate their relationships and kind of see like, okay, maybe Wendy's not that bad. Let me go over here and like actually kind of make amends with her or, you know, Karen had to be like, you know, do I, do I really want another enemy that'll side with Giselle or do I want to make friends with this woman? So that's a good point. Yeah. I feel like they're gonna, I don't know, but I will say kind of jumping back to New York. I don't know how we got on New York. (laughs) Back to them. I kind of feel like, I love, I do, I want to give them kudos because I feel like with so many of these casts, we see everything play out on social media before the season. And then we like get a trailer. We see all of that in the trailer and then we get the season and just see it explained basically. They've done a really good job. I have no idea what's going on in New York. I just literally see pictures every now and then just like three of them smiling, like one of them's not there or something like that. So I'm excited to actually see like what they're going to be doing this season on New York. Cause like, I feel like we, we literally know nothing. We know a few rumors, but like, we know nothing about New York. That's true. I mean, and I, I've been trying to stay out of it because I felt like the season of Potomac was ruined in that way, just cause we yes. kind of already knew too much. Um, but with New York, Absolutely. I mean, I'm not even avoiding any spoilers. I just don't know right. any, I mean, with Atlanta, I feel like with the, with what happened on the bachelorette party, that that's been kind of overshadowing it. Cause we kind of, you know, we mm-hmm. heard all of the rumors and the, that back and forth, but other than that, I mean, I, and then of course we know about Cynthia's wedding. So there is a lot like given right. away this season on Atlanta, but mm-hmm. New York I'm, I'm excited about in Jersey. I don't really know that much either. I, I, right. And they had, their trailer was phenomenal. So yes. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I think I'm we excited. got a lot of good stuff on the horizon. If we can just get the married to medicine trailer, bravo. <laughs> I've been, I've been hearing this. Andy. Drop this right. Andy, I, I, are we you know listening? listening. <laughs> <laughs> what if he was, that'd be crazy. I know he like messaged us tomorrow. Like, Oh yeah. I, I heard what you're saying. It's coming out on Thursday. Like, Don't worry. You, it's coming. Um, <laughs> thank you, Andrew. I so- appreciate it. What do you think about Latoya as a friend of? Are you enjoying her and Kenya's little budding relationship here? <laughs> so I, I mentioned this on my podcast once, but I'll kind of like recap the story. I I wasn't familiar with her before this because I wasn't a big, like I had my people that mm-hmm. I followed on YouTube. You know, we all have our little niches of, you know, people that we follow or love on different social medias and stuff. She wasn't one of my, I have like, you know, I don't, I don't, obviously I don't wear makeup. 
So like, I don't do hair or like, I don't have kids and then like that. So like, I, there wouldn't have been like a lane that I was necessarily drawn to, but I have a cousin who used to love her. But when this came out, like when the trailer dropped and she kept seeing Latoya in the trailer, she messaged me and she said, oh, one thing I definitely won't be doing this year is watching Atlanta. (laughs) And I was like, I'm like, why? What's I, I was like, I thought it was a pretty good trailer. Like, I'm looking forward to this. Why, why not? She said, that girl, Latoya Ali, she said, I she said, I don't know what has happened to her, but she is the biggest, like thirstiest <gasps> celebrity out. And I like, I was like, oh God, like I I know like literally nothing about her. I have no idea. And then like a few days later, the shade room dropped a story where like literally her and her ex-husband were like on Instagram live like working through marital issues and I'm like <laughs> oh god <laughs> okay I'm like okay like like I get it now like I'm I I see what kind of cast member you're gonna be and we see what kind of cast member she is now so yeah. I'm like you I'm like you you fit in perfectly with Kenya <laughs> I'll say that but I you know like, we love Kenya for what she gives yes so. I feel like she's a good friend of because she can be extra but yes. it's like because she's only a friend of she's not like it's not too much. We're not going to get solo scenes. So she just like kind of comes in and just, you know, weird situations and then like, doesn't show up to the dinner. So then it's like, right. And you know what? You're right. That's kind of like the perfect little lane for her Uh because that's probably how much of her I can tolerate. Like Kenya, I feel like I, you know, we don't, people don't give Kenya enough credit. No. I feel like Kenya is like the perfect chaotic housewife. Like she was like, you know, calling her chaotic nowadays was like in the world of Mary Cosby is kind of maybe right. a little strange, but <laughs> she's the perfect chaotic housewife in that like she can always like, she always has something going on in her personal life, but she can always like, uh, like start shit at a dinner, but then like, come out as the victim somehow in her head and it's like I've never seen people do this but I'm so intrigued that you're able to constantly do this like season after season like you definitely caught that lady like a see next Tuesday but somehow (laughs) you were still the victim like I'm that is so engaging to me somehow she's always (laughs) she's always hitting on other people's husbands like nobody else would be able to do that no oh my god was it, I think it was, uh, shout out to Moni, mixing with Moni. I think it was her that had posted uh, either on her story or something. She was talking about how Portia hugged uh, Ralph, Drew's husband, when she met him. She was like, that was the perfect, like, church hug, like, that you give to a married man. Like, Portia, like, stood up. She, like, took the one hand, like, tapped him a couple times and sat back down. Kenya's, like, massaging the shoulders, going down the back. It's like, oh, my God, that's that lady's husband. What are you doing? It was so funny last night when, um, or not last night, whatever, uh, two nights ago when the show was, the episode mm-hmm. was on, a while for you guys that are listening, because I don't know when this is coming right. out. Probably Friday. I'm not sure. But um, on this week's episode, when Drew was like talking about Ralph and then Kenya was like, oh, he's right over there. Don't talk too loud. And I was like, wow, that seems so anti-Kenya because you would think Kenya would be like trying to get them to fight. So right. he would be available. That, that actual dinner was a lot of first for Kenya, I feel. Because <laughs> when Drew, Drew at one point just like 
outright shaded the hell out of her when they were talking about how Latoya was talking about her wigs, and she was like, "Well, look at Kenya right now, how she came today," and like, and Kenya laughed. I was like, "What is happening?" Kenya laughed. She was like, she was. It seemed like she wasn't even offended, and then just in her confessional, right. she's like, "Oh, whatever." Like I've got the looks on her, and I'm like, "Right, good for you, Kenya," because I feel like that would have made me start crying. Like I would have been like, "What do you mean what I came in with?" Like what? I'm the complete opposite. I'm like, listen. I know how bad I look today. I don't even care past the spring rolls. Like I'm not doing this with y'all. Oh my today. God. I don't care what Kenya says though. I know, I mean, I know it's real and it's not about what you look like. It's about what you feel like. But every time she talks about how she wants to lose weight, I'm like, she looks fucking beautiful to me this season. I know that she, I know that like, COVID seriously. is hurting everybody, but like, I think she looks amazing. Like, and I just Absolutely. love, I don't know. I just love her. And so I hope that she's not getting too like down on herself because she's going through so much and with COVID and the weight gain, it's just, it is what it is. Well, but I think she looks awesome. I about to say, I, she might've been down on herself, but after that 50th birthday picture she posted, oh, I don't think she's still, yeah. I don't think she's down on herself anymore. So <laughs> well, I she, think we're okay. To- <laughs> she needed that after what Mark did. So if you're listening and you don't oh. know, I guess they've been on again, off again. They were trying for a little while after the season, but Mark officially like filed for divorce the day before her 50th birthday, which was the other day. Disgusting. I mean, he's horrible. Such a jackass. Like it, it, it almost seems like at every single turn and it's like, okay, we could almost like picture, you know, based on what, I don't know whether producers or Kenya, the way Kenny has been portrayed on the show, I feel like a lot of people came in wanting to be like, if this man says anything bad about Kenya, we're going to believe it no matter what because yeah. of what she's been on the show. But then he came on the show and it's like, oh, Kenya doesn't hold a candle. You're like, you're way worse than she could ever be. So like, no matter what Kenya says about you, we definitely believe it because you're a jackass. Like literally... Do you remember like when she was getting dressed for like that fundraiser or whatever that he was throwing and she's like trying to pick out a dress and he's like, that's what you're wearing tonight. She's like, yes, that's what I'm like. I, one of my biggest pet peeves that whether it's on TV or or in real life is when I see like someone do that passive aggressive put down to a spouse or a child. I feel like that's like my biggest pet peeve because it sets me off in real life. Like if someone, like if you were to ask me that, if like it's something I already don't want to go to, and like I'm putting together an outfit, you're like, that's what you're gonna wear. I'm like, I'm not going. Fuck it. I'm staying home. I don't care. <laughs> like I don't give a damn anymore. I'm not going to this shit. Like I don't even like I'm not doing that with you. And I hate men like him that kind of condescending. Yes, that mental mind fuck just to hold power over a woman. Like I, ugh. I hate like, that. Get out of here. That's how Take I was feeling. That's how I was feeling about Ralph, but like this episode, I was like, who are you? He was like, yeah. what, what did you think this episode? He was acting totally different. I don't know what happened to him. The internet is <laughs> so funny, like getting on Instagram and seeing different accounts, like reactions to him as a person. Cause some people like when you, when he like posted that like shirtless selfie, oh, a lot of accounts were like, Ooh, like, you know, Ralph looking kind of good. And other people were like, uh drew you can keep them we still yes. don't want them like, oh, <laughs> i mean i don't want him i don't know what to think right we i don't, don't know him. what to think about ralph no <laughs> but he was like good this episode i was like he's really yeah. putting it on like he was like bought her the scooter which i thought was so cute so she could like mm-hmm. walk with him in the neighborhood and then where is your scooter <laughs> 
then he was where like, is your school time and then he was like helping with the dinner and I was like oh that's mm-hmm. sweet he's like putting out the flowers I was like that's nice but the bar was so low for him he could do like <laughs> like the bare minimum and then I'm like oh he's right. not that bad <laughs> That's like when uh, Denise Richards' husband has like a great episode. It's like, oh, you didn't, you didn't threaten to crush her hand. Like that's nice. It's like, okay, like are we, are we giving this guy a bare minimum of like what are we doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my do, God. Are, are, are our expectations just so low right now, or is he actually a nice person? Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so knowing what we know about Kenya and Mark. And she doesn't really have a support system for her child when she's away. She decided to bring him or bring, sorry, her daughter on the trip. But the other girls didn't know. So we have another story similar to Potomac where one person brought their child. Other people didn't know they were bringing their child. And now they're upset because they wanted to, you know, they're sad to leave their kids at home for like a week. So what did you think? Was that wrong of Kenya to bring her baby and not like tell other people like she brought Brooklyn nobody knew what do you think Mm -hmm. so let me I want to kind of attack that at a couple different angles one I want to say I want to point out that I didn't notice until today when someone posted it that Brooklyn's face was blurred out which Mark get a life like screw you Jesus Right. We've seen her this entire time, but now suddenly <laughs> you're battling. So like now we like get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Secondly, you know, and th- that face is cute, too cute to be blurred out. Too cute. For sure. Way too cute. Secondly, I want to kind of give props to Stephanie from the Mocha Minutes podcast. I love her. Lo- love Stephanie. So she was saying how she's wondering how the audience is going to react when uh, we see them confront her about this because Wendy was attacked viciously when she was upset about not being able to bring her daughter. But then we have a bus full of, a bus full of fan favorites, Candy, Portia, Portia. Uh, Drew, you know, people are liking Drew. So Drew, all these people who have small children not being able to bring their kids, it feels like it's going to be an entirely different, like, oh my God, Kenya's the worst person on the planet because she didn't extend that courtesy to them. And isn't this do, Candy's do, third child too? Like it's same as right. Wendy. Like, you know, you're, this right. isn't your first time around, you know? Right. That's what a lot of people were saying to Wendy. Like, oh, well, you're not a new mom. It's like, I'm still a new mom. I just have a, right. you know, I have this, a, this new is a baby. brand new baby. Right. <laughs> I, I've only known her for like three weeks now. This is a new baby. <laughs> so it's, it's I'm, I'm kind of anxious to see how people treat that scenario if there will be any hypocrisy or will we be kind of treating it the same way just because Such like a good point no right whether we didn't know wendy or whether we've known candy and portia for a decade now you know and then kind of the, i guess the main issue i'm uh i i so i was on wendy's side during an argument because one i, I don't feel like she was aggressive in that at all do you know they were trying to paint her as aggressive but literally ashley raised her voice first (laughs) in that scene and so i was like well she just wanted to know if she could bring her child like i can't imagine how triggering it is for a mother a brand a new mother to not be able to have her child with her but then seeing someone else walk in with theirs like i i can't help but to have the you know sympathy for that so the same way I'll say that like Monique should have extended that same courtesy. I don't know if she knew to or not, but should have extended that same courtesy to Wendy. 
Kenya should have extended it to the other ladies, but maybe her thinking that like, okay, I don't have anyone to, you know, like maybe she doesn't have a mother like Portia does to take her child, you know, during that time, or she doesn't have mama Joyce or, you know, so I don't know, maybe, maybe there was something that didn't click with her necessarily to say, okay, they might want to have their kids here too. So let me extend that same courtesy that I would think I would want extended to me. So I'm, I'm willing to like give her the grace with that, but I get if Candy and Portia kind of come in a little heated about yeah. this situation. I'll, I, I understand all sides. What I'm, as Stephanie says, I'm team nuance in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> team nobody, yes. I'm team nuance. I so just I don't get. like it when people don't tell each other what's the deal because I think Kenya, right. Kenya's, I, it seems like from what she's explained in her confessionals is like, oh, I'm bringing Brooklyn because I can't leave her overnight with anyone because I never have and I don't have a husband and like that mm-hmm. I can trust and whatever. So she's going to spend the nights here with me so I know where she is. But it doesn't sound like she's going to be spending like a lot of daytime time together. It is still a girl's trip. It's just that Brooklyn's going to be staying there with a with someone taking care of her. And so right. I wish that Kenya would have just said to the other girls, like, listen, I, you know, I don't have a mom. My husband is a piece of shit, apparently. And I can't right. leave, I can't leave Brooklyn, but I, I do still want this to be a girl's trip, but she's just gonna come and she's gonna stay in the house. But like, mm-hmm. don't worry, it's still gonna be a girl's trip. Because I don't actually think that Candy would have wanted to bring a bunch of kids on the trip for a bachelorette party. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't think anyone wants that. <laughs> I'm actually really terrified that this bachelorette party is happening and there's a child in this house. I'm like kind of right. concerned about it. Hopefully- that just cracked me up because <laughs> it makes me think like, imagine like Ace's horror walking oh in God. on Candy in one of those <laughs> those welcome to the dungeon outfits and being like wait a minute mommy what what the hell is going on right now that well, is hopefully how I feel going on but you know I know hopefully nothing's going on so I don't know I just felt like it was weird like you said like I just wish that they would have known because I feel like they just said their tearful goodbyes they're on the bus and they're like wait a minute she took a private jet wait a minute she brought her baby like wait a minute no one's telling us anything like i don't know i'm wondering okay do you think that they did the private jet so that they can get there faster and set up or do you think she wanted a little alone time with latoya i mean it's been feeling a little you know (laughs) bound chicka wow wow i'm just saying a little i am team latoya and kenya i'm here for yes i I would love it like that would make me so happy but like um, i don't know i feel like we shouldn't be rooting for that but for some reason in the back of my mind i'm like get it girl get it girl get it i don't know like i kind of want that to happen i don't know why but if they hey, were together, we it would be like an evil duo for the ages. Like that would be like <laughs> literally insane. But yeah, no, right. I'd, be, I'd be happy about it. But it's just, I think that she wanted to get down there. I think she didn't want to take, honestly, because of Brooklyn, she probably didn't want to take mm-hmm. the bus for five hours. Again, if she had Brooklyn on the bus, the girls would have been like, okay, we're on our best behavior. We're not talking about this. We're not talking about that. It would have completely changed have been a girl the trip. dynamic. Yeah. yeah. So I get why she wanted to do that. Um, mm-hmm. But I just feel like a heads up to everybody would have been nice. I don't know why she had to lie to everyone about the the, the jet. Like Drew, I'm right. glad Drew told them. She, I don't know what she was going to tell them. Like That's he drove down early. Why- Right. That's another reason why Drew is a great housewife. She kind of like knows like what producers want. And she's like, well, let me do this to kind of start a little bit of shit. And that's why like 
so I'm of the mind that I know people like people hate the Green Eyed Bandits sometimes, but they're they're really polarized. Like you either love the Green Eyed Bandits or you hate them. Yeah, I love the Green Eyed Bandits. I'm sorry to say to everyone yeah. listening, I know it's it's a flaw I have. It's to say I don't don't judge me because a lot of y'all love Ramona and we can fight about <laughs> it later. Okay, but like I feel like Giselle was like made for TV for that very reason because she's that person. I always think about that scene when Candace got the news that Michael cheated like through the text message and like she went to Giselle. Giselle like self-produced that scene perfectly. She's like, okay, read the text message out loud verbatim so that they had like had to show it on camera and everything. I was like, Giselle, She bravo. knows what she's like, doing. Good job, right. This season, Giselle bothered me. I don't want to talk about, I can't talk about Potomac too much because I feel I, like my I brain, can't either. Mentally, but no. <laughs> I, Giselle was in my top five until this season. I will just say that. Oh, so yeah, like, I've yeah. been a fan of hers. I kicked her out. I made room for um, Kenya, actually. I put Kenya in my top mm. five. I was like, that's right. I feel like I've been sleeping on Kenya. And like, the more I think mm-hmm. about it, the more I love her. And just rewatching old seasons has made me like, really. She, just... she has contributed. Yes. Like that she is, you can't you can say a lot about Kenya Moore. You can't say that she hasn't added to that show. Yes. And I can't <laughs> wait to see the rest of this Bachelorette adventure. We're gonna have to do right. another, we'll have to do another recap as we get further into the yes. season. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so something else I've been meaning to talk to you about, and I'm so glad you finished mm-hmm. today is you've been on your summer house journey. You started yes. <laughs> when did you start watching it? Like two weeks ago? Oh, so, okay. So I watched the first episode before every, everyone, like literally every single person told me just started season three, started season three. I'm like, I like I, my personality type. I can't do that. I have to make sure I hate the right people. And like the right <laughs> people. So like, I can't start at season three. Yeah. I need to know, like, if you were, you know, like if someone saw like a swap like you're like an an anti-black something like on your notebook or something i need to know if someone saw that in season one and then like you're reformed in season three i, right. need, I need the background i get and that so i watched yeah i watched the first episode i think oh god i watched when when whenever the trailer first came out i think it was in december maybe i watched the first episode then but then i just fell off i was like i don't know if this is gonna hold my attention but then someone on Instagram posted a clip because I kind of forgotten about it. They posted a random clip and I think it was from season four, episode one of like Hannah, like when the Giggly Squad basically formed Uh and Kyle was just like losing his shit at the table. I was like, okay, let me get back on this journey and like see what's (laughs) going on. So like, I've like cranked through all four seasons I think in January, I've like been just like sitting, doing my work and just like, I've cranked through them all. Like I've hated Everett. I've hated Jordan. I've, uh, I've had an emotional roller coaster with Carl. <laughs> I've like, I don't know what the workers twins have been doing in life. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I need to hate Steven or love him. Like I've been on this entire like yes. journey in like a three week span. Like it's been kind of bananas, but it's crazy. But I'm glad that you powered through it. You weren't sure for a while mm-hmm. if you were going to keep at it, but I'm glad you did. And I'm glad you're all yes. caught up. So what, are you excited for season five? Like, are you, ex- are you going to watch it in real time? Are you going to report mm-hmm. on it? Like, what's your plan with Summer House? So as of right now, because, so first of all, 
I've been uh, I've been like right there along with you guys, like you, Chelsea, Taria, like doing the work. Like y'all have been like, I, I first of all, I love all of your like opinions and everything. And y'all have been like addressing the stuff that needs to be addressed because they didn't address it in their apology. So y'all have been addressing all the right stuff. I've been kind of like, oh God, am I going to watch this? Am I not? Yada, yada, yada. And so like, I almost feel an obligation to one, I, I do, I love the show. Right. I can't, I, like, I, I love it. And so I, I've been like, am I going to watch this? Am I not going to watch this? Because, ugh. but I feel like I almost have to because one, they've added a black cast member in and I'm I, that, that always kind of makes me a little nervous. Like whether it's black, any kind of other race entering like an all white space, sometimes it makes me a little nervous because I feel like either the existing cast, if they don't have an organic relationship with that person, the existing cast is either going to completely change to kind of, Ooh, what's the term? They're either going to change to kind of become the person they expect the audience needs them to be, mm-hmm. or they're going to kind of be someone that we don't recognize at all and then we interpret that as like, wait a minute, why are you treating this person the way you're treating them? And so like, I'm, I, f- I don't know, I feel like almost for research purposes and for like reporting on the podcast, I'm like, I feel like I need to watch this just to see what's going on. And I like, I overall, I like the cast. Like, it's like, it's really one of those things. I think I told you the other day, like, I love everyone and I hate everyone. Like, I don't know how this is possible, <laughs> right. but I literally love and hate everyone on this cast. So I'm like, I'm going to watch, like, I, at this point, I've ordered my $80 worth of <laughs> Loverboy, which is one case. I mean, one packet or variety pack or whatever so i feel like i'm more invested than i ever needed to be so why not watch it live when it's coming on and yes. talk about it on the podcast and go all in and i agree and i it's like the last thing i want to happen is for like season five to have low ratings and then be like well we tried something new we added a black cast member and look right. at the ratings it's like but that's not why it's because the giggly right. squad was being a bunch of assholes like what? like we can't ignore that whole thing over there right. but gotcha okay um, so I think, uh, I think I'm definitely going to watch, you know, I'm going to watch along with you. And I think our lover boy taste test Instagram live is going to be amazing. I just hope we yes. can get Kyle cookie involved in, uh, I know. <laughs> and oh he liked the comments. I we know. got, we got to get him over there. And we know that Carl, Carl, you're the sales rep. You've been, you've been looking at our stories. Like He's been every watching. time we tag you. Yeah. You've, you've been watching. So. We need you to make this happen. We need both of y'all. You can even bring Amanda. Y'all bring Amanda and all three of y'all just come and, you know, not the Amanda I'm talking to, the Amanda, (laughs) you know, Amanda. Kyle's Amanda. Right. And just bring her and we'll all just have a a great time and we'll tell you our honest opinions. We'll tell you if it's worth $80 is what we'll do. (laughs) And we're not being paid for our opinions. So we will absolutely tell you guys the truth. Don't worry. Right. Exactly. But I am looking for a sponsorship. So if you guys want to exactly, (laughs) (laughs) we are not opposed to money (laughs) at all. So Carl, our love of Carl, or my love of Carl really got us to realize that we, you can say our, our love of Carl. Um, seemed, we seemed to realize that we had a lot of the same kind of, uh, 
taste, I guess mm-hmm. you would say. And it, we realized, you know, we're both a fan of, you know, just like, you know, lots of, lots of different people. So we're going to play a little mm-hmm. game of hot or not. So I have my list of people. Some of them I think are hot. Some of them I do not <laughs> think are hot. And I want to ask you, Kendrick, what you think. And then we, okay. you, and we can talk about it too. Like if you, if you struggle with a person, you can tell us okay. about it. And we'll see how many we agree with. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So first up, well, first on my list is Carl, but we already know how we feel about that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Jax Taylor. <laughs> which, which list is this on? You don't is know. Is this your hot list? No, oh, okay. you don't know. You don't know. You don't know what I think. You have to just tell me what you think and then I'll tell you oh, what God. I think. That's one of those people that like outwardly, okay. But then like the moment their mouth opens, it's like, nope. Nope, 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 nope. It, it's almost like Jordan on Summer House. Oh god. It's like the first walk in. It's like, okay, but then it's like, nope, nope, I'm I'm all good. I'm good. I need you off of my TV screen right now. So So are we going with uh, not or are we going with we're hot? Definitely going with not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let that that's Brittany. Brittany, that's all you. You, oh my gosh i know well so Jax, it's like a hard one because well it's not that hard because i would say not but he, <laughs> i definitely used to think he was hot and now i just oh, have absolutely. lost all attraction to him absolutely okay it's, it's uh i don't it's like every time and then like for this is so random but it feels like oh no bravo every time she was covering like how much corn he was eating i was like oh uh, like what <laughs> happening you know oh, about the new uh bananas shredded cheese <laughs> i can't stop saying it it is so much i'm just like what is happening in that household first of all i don't i don't i don't like anything about it no nope, no nope, oh my nope. god okay number nope. two morris chestnut mm, that that's that's like vintage uh <laughs> Like like when I was a child, like hot, yes. But even like still, like you cut on a TV show and you're like, oh, still got it. Okay, uh, hot list. Okay, he's on my hot list too. So we've got two in common there. Okay, Robert Pattinson. Okay, so you know I, 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 this was one funny enough on my list that I (laughs) really. But I literally have an asterisk next to because I was like, I'm gonna have to explain this. I was like, I know for a fact I'm going to have to explain this. So I don't give me, I was never like a Twilight person. Like uh-huh. that wasn't my jam. But like as an actor, like literally everything in the past, oh God, like five, six, seven years, like everything has just been like, I like love. And so like when I love somebody as an actor, it makes that person like a lot more attractive for some reason. And so because of that, I'm, 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 I'm on board. So what movie, (laughs) what movie was he such a good actor that you liked him? Which one? So like, he does a lot of like art house stuff. So like nothing that like, is like huge at the box office, but like he did like the lighthouse. He did tenant, like, well, tenant was huge, but like did tenant and, uh, like a lot of like random like Netflix and Amazon Prime finds. I was like, okay, I'm on this journey right now. Let me go through and like phenomenal. Like I didn't know that like I didn't know. Like I I felt like because I wasn't on that I wasn't on that Twilight journey at all. Like I that was my he, cousin's thing. <laughs> he hated 
Twilight. Like if he yeah. has said he hated it. So I think he was just like bad at, at it. He was a bad mm-hmm. actor in that movie, but I have seen him in something else. And I can't remember what the movie was, but it was the one where at the very end you realize it's 9-11 and he's in the Twin Towers. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, no, but I'm going to find it and watch it tonight, I think. It was such like, well, now I just gave the ending away, whatever it was, but it was like, (laughs) it was like, but that's not what the movie was about. It wasn't about 9-11 at all. It was just like on the last, in the last scene. But he does a lot of weird stuff like that. (laughs) Like stuff like, like Tenet, first of all, is just like, if you blink for a minute watching Tenet, you're not going to know what's going on. So it's one of those movies. Yeah, it's brand new. It has, uh, uh, John David Washington, who is uh, Denzel Washington's son, is the main character in it. So, very good movie. Christopher Nolan is the director who's done, oh. like, you know, Inception and, you know, all these, yeah. like, huge movies. So, definitely watch that one. But I'm I'm, I'm gonna... I'm gonna okay. I put oh. him on my... I, I have him on my not list. So, we have two... I get it. Two, <laughs> two that are the same. One's different. Okay. Harry Styles... Hot, <laughs> hot, hot. Okay. I agree. I agree. And what's crazy is my disclaimer for a lot of this stuff is I usually don't like when a man's too pretty. Mm-hmm. And so like that's like usually my thing. I'm not into it. But for some, I don't know. I don't know if it's his level of confidence or what, but like yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes I agree. Yes, yes. Always been obsessed with Harry Styles. It's like not, it's yeah. not okay. It's weird. I, I I get it. I don't know why I get it, but I get it. I do. There is something there. <laughs> there is. Like, I, I get it. I'm almost mad I left him off, like, that list. But yes, get it. Okay. Got okay. It. Yep. What do you think about George Clooney? Another, like... Okay. So, like, definitely like that, like, that vintage feel you're like these people are old (laughs) old vintage which is which is my jam by the way but (laughs) like that vintage feel that like I understand why everyone like goes crazy but like I probably wouldn't go crazy that makes sense like I I like I get it but like don't necessarily want it like I don't know (laughs) that's exactly how I feel that's what I'm like no Mm -hmm. like I mean yeah, he's attractive, but like I'm not attracted to him. Exactly. If that that's makes all, sense. Yes, yes. That's okay. the perfect way to put it. So that's another same. Okay. A couple more. Uh-oh. Tom Hardy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. No, good. no words, just yes. Okay. Plus <clears throat> people that are like in superhero movies usually get a nod from me, just just throwing that out there. Just and because. So I, and he's like, he's one of those people that does like a lot of like not pretty roles. Like he does a lot of like grungy, dirty kind of. Yeah. What was he? Bane. After. Wait, what's that? What's that character mm-hmm. in that? Am I, did I do it right? Did I say it that right? That was correct. Yes. What movie I'm is so that? I'm so proud of you. That is Batman. Uh, the third Batman in the trilogy. What movie is that? Uh, I was about to say Batman Beyond. That is so not right. Stephanie will kill me if she heard that. <laughs> No, that is uh oh god. Whatever it's it after is Dark Knight, right. I saw it. I saw that one, whatever that there is. There you go. I have questions about Batman anyway. Like it's on my list. Okay. When we talk about Marvel, I need to understand what these universes are. So that's coming by up. By the way, by the way, the new Batman movie that comes out next year 
is starring Robert Pattinson as Batman. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. So maybe actually maybe that has something to do with it. Yes. That's a hundred percent why he's on your hot list. That's why. That might be oh that God. is definitely I have why. a problem. Yeah. <laughs> you have a problem. I've 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 admitted it though. So yes, that's like why. That's okay. okay. Um Adam Levine. <laughs> yes. And for a very specific reason, yes. What it- tattoos? Yes, <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> and the amount, yes, yes, that is that is very correct. Yep, 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 yep. yep so yep, I yep. like the tattoos, but he is not on my hot list. But I know he's like a sexiest Real- man alive or whatever. So I put him on the list because you know. Yeah, he. I. Yeah, <laughs> I like. It's like you know there are certain people like you just can't explain it's just like that's yeah. like me and carl i don't know how to explain right. it like it is what it is i i'm done you know like trying to explain myself you either right. get it or you don't i don't know that's right <laughs> i get i mean like after had i been watching like summer house like live with everyone else i don't know if i would have gotten it but like before starting and haven't seen like the quarantine glow up then yeah. it's like oh okay okay <laughs> all right then okay right. that's my thought is like when i'm watching season one because i've gone back mm-hmm. like you i watched season well i actually watched three and four young, and, then, and then i watched season one and two and i'm like oh i kind of like you even when you were like a total douche but is it because <laughs> i know what you are now like is that why i like right. you even when you act like that Maybe? right and you know what so that's been something like, uh, sorry, again, another tangent that I've like, I'm not sure if, cause like, I know it's like, okay, you know, that Carl has like kind of some fuckboy tendencies, but also like some of his options, did they make him kind of a fuckboy in some, yeah. like, it's like, Lauren, if, like, what yeah, are you doing? Like, I don't know if I would have had the capacity to deal with Lauren on a, a dating relationship basis like that sounds like a lot to deal with (laughs) so it's almost like you know how you're like certain people like you hear like someone like went crazy and like did something on the news it's like woman tries to burn down like student loan center it's like you shouldn't do that but I get it. Like, I, I understand, like, why you tried to do it. It's that kind of situation. It's like, uh, you, I, I get it, Carl. Okay. Yeah, no, I agree. And I feel like, okay, yes, he's a fuck boy, but I feel like deep down, you can't say he's a bad person. Like, he's not, there's, right. like, I never once thought, like, he's a bad guy who doesn't care about people. Like, I never thought mm, that. You see right. him with his mom, and it's like, it's like your heart melts. Even mm-hmm. when he was having issues with Steven, you know that he cared about Steven as a friend. I think if anything, he was right. hurt. He was really hurt by Steven oh. betraying his trust and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so Steven on the show before Steve, I know we're like jumping around talking about everything, but it's like <laughs> Steven, when he, that whole season before he talked about the whole thing that he exposed of Carl's, he's like, Oh, Carl hasn't been a good friend to me. Uh, like he's abandoning me. Like he cares about a meet and he doesn't care about our friendship. He's not like, he made pride all about himself and not about me. And I'm like, you're forgetting to tell everybody that you went behind his back and told his girlfriend something private that he told you. Like that's the reason. 3,000, like 3,000% on team Carl in that situation. And I felt like 
Steven that entire season was trying to give us a reason to like he was trying to like he was like reaching at every angle he could to try to make us think that Carl was the bad guy in that situation yeah. but it's like oh you're like trying to out people that aren't gay like you know you're doing that right. whole thing where like you know that like that man doesn't identify as gay and like all the, but you're like trying to like almost it's weird to me when someone will go to that length because you're quote unquote hurt about something like if you did it for the camera or the producers told you to and you did it that's even worse but like at your core if you were just like trying to put that out there for salacious reasons that's kind of ridiculous like that's someone's like not even saying like it's his sexuality but like that's someone's like sexual experience yeah right that you're throwing out there for everyone to consume like you could see the uncomfortableness on Carl's face like you can see like he genuinely trusted someone and talked to them about his sex life and then that person at the first opportunity threw it out there for everybody to consume and it's like yeah I'm I'm glad you didn't come back for season three. Like, get yeah. out of here. And honestly, like, I don't love Lauren and Ashley, but I thought that they did a really good job of handling that because they were like, right. it's not about that. It's like, and Lauren was even like, I never questioned Carl. Like, I was just mad that he mm-hmm. then told me that Steven was a liar. But like, she should have been mad at Steven, honestly, because Steven had no right. business telling her that. Like, none at all. I- Absolutely. I I do. I don't like to give the workers twins credit that much, but I do applaud them. They didn't make it a thing. Like, and she didn't bring, she didn't bring it up on camera. Like Lauren didn't mention it going into the season. She didn't say anything to anyone on camera until it was brought up Mm -hmm. by Steven. So it's like, and you know, obviously she, uh, Ashley too. I mean, Ashley, you could tell her face, she was a little bit shocked, but she wasn't like, oh my gosh, Carl, I can't believe you. And she didn't say anything to Lauren, like leave Carl alone. He's gay. Like she didn't like make it something it wasn't. So like, I'm glad that they at least didn't make it what it, you know, but Steven obviously fucked that up. I liked him until that point too. I did, but. Right. I was like trying to be like season one. I was definitely like, okay, Steven's probably going to be the person I rock with. Right. Experience. And then season two, I don't know like what happened. Even the like, Carl going to pride thing with him like I was like okay this seems like a genuine like great thing but it almost felt like he was trying to make it into like this was my like I'm the only like gay person in the world this was my thing and like Carl's ruined it now and it's like he was just having fun right (laughs) like it seems like that that would be exactly what you would want a friend to come to pride and do like have fun but you've made it into like this whole combative thing and it was just I, that whole thing turned me off of steven i don't know how we started talking about steven but i i feel you on that probably because of carl because <laughs> i just bring up carl every five seconds but right, that's we, we're okay with that <laughs> we're okay, okay with that. i have a couple more hot or not let me do just a few more okay what do you think okay. about toby mcguire <laughs> i like an almost tail but like how <laughs> you almost to say that and you're like um uh you know what played spider-man so <laughs> that's why i put him on my list <laughs> i was like i want to know. know what you're right thinking back to like ooh, when like th- those moves like first came out 
absolutely like that was like a whole journey for me so yeah (laughs) oh my god whole journey yeah it was because of a certain scene and i was like okay is it the the kiss the hanging kiss is that what you liked that one and like when like the the powers like were finally like manifesting and like woke up like the next day and was like looking in the mirror like oh oh i'm like Okay, got gotcha. <laughs> I get it. All right. So funny. Okay, so we've got we had like six in common, three not in common. What about <laughs> what are some people on your list that you wanna that you wanna ask me about? Because we we told each other about this ahead of time, guys. We didn't just like both yeah. just come here with lists. We knew, but we right. didn't we didn't share <laughs> the list. list in my phone. Right. <laughs> I uh, okay. So I have like non Bravo and Bravo. So okay. Like now that. But I feel like this one almost isn't like a thing because like y'all follow me on Instagram. <laughs> but let's see. I'll start. Number one will be Juan Dixon. Okay. I do not. I, I know he's attractive, I, but he's not, I'm not attracted to him. And you know what? I figured that too. I was like, <laughs> I feel like this is like a niche market. <laughs> like I feel like that's not it. Cause you know what? Uh, me and Obi from the Odd Black Individual podcast talked about that like at length one day and Obi was just like I don't like people were like losing their minds about it he's like I'm just sitting at home like don't get it (laughs) I don't get it like I mean I know he's attractive but it's I guess but it's like I don't know. I, mm. I I think if people didn't make him out to be the hottest house husband, I would be like, oh yeah, he's. But it's like it's because everyone's like, oh Juan Dixon. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Right. It's weird. Like <laughs> that's how I feel about. Well, I'll, I won't say who I feel it's like for, that about no. in case you bring someone else up. That I'm no, go say. ahead. To, uh, but who? That's how I feel about Mauricio. I have no, not one, yeah. not one ounce of me finds him attractive. But I'm like. Is it just because everyone's so obsessed with him that I'm like, ew, no, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I've always kind of felt that way too. Even like, uh, like when they were the earlier, I don't know. It's it's weird because I feel like, I feel like Kyle Richards has affected that somehow, and I hate to say that, yeah, probably, but like probably. I'm. <laughs> Like I'm that kind of petty viewer where like, I feel like if you're anywhere in the person's orbit that I hate, I'm like, but I, I, I almost feel like I gotta say it. I, like, I don't hate Kyle Richards, but sometimes <laughs> you're like, and your husband's ugly, right? <laughs> That's exactly me. And I'm like, I don't really know about that one. Oh so, my God. Okay. Who else? You know. Who else? Oh, let's see. Uh, well, you just uh, you just watched your first Marvel movie. Yes. So, what about the star of it? Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah, he's hot. I didn't really think so until this movie, though. That that is the correct answer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Were you? Do you think you're going to continue down the journey, or I'm definitely going to continue. I mean, we can talk about it now. I've got like. I honestly, I was so, okay. Let me just tell you guys this. I've never seen a Marvel movie. Never, not once. And I slid into Kendrick's DMs. Like, I don't know. It was like a couple (laughs) weeks ago. And I was like, so I've never seen a Marvel movie. What do I do? Um, Because I, I thought I like ranted. (laughs) I thought I had seen a Marvel movie until I like started paying more attention. And I was like, oh, Batman's not Marvel. I was like, wait, (laughs) these are like different things. 
Um, yeah, no, I don't know. And I've been really so overwhelmed. <laughs> I've been really overwhelmed to like watch them. And so I, I asked, what do I need to do? So we mm. talked about the different ways to watch. So you described to me, you can either watch in order of release date, or you can mm-hmm. watch chronologically. Mm-hmm. So we decided to do chronologically. So I watched Captain America, the first Avenger. And honestly, like I was really into it from the first minute, like the first yeah. minute it intrigued me. Cause they're, they're in what like looks like Antarctica and they see something in the snow. And I'm like, what mm-hmm. is it? Like, what is it? And then they see the, the thing, the circle thing with the star. And I'm like, oh, like, is he buried under there? Like, <laughs> Like where and is I love he? Because <laughs> you were kind of like putting putting your your thoughts on your stories today, and like you were like, oh my god, that's Captain America's thing, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> like I don't know what it is. I guess I now I can call it a shield. I guess right. <laughs> um, but I was like not sure if it was like the future or the past, and then like there was this mm-hmm. guy who had like snakes and a skull, and I was like, is this Voldemort from Harry Potter? Like I'm like so confused. <laughs> so my I wrote some questions down when I was watching it, but then of course like some of it was okay. answered. So like my right. thought was this was like dystopian future, but it turns out this is World War Two. Hmm. So it's like we uh Captain America is always his origin story like always takes place kind of way in the past and then like he is put on ice or falls asleep like something happens to where he wakes up in our uh time and so in the comics like the guy that like created it he was like i just feel like it's wartime we need someone that like will boost the american morale and so they created captain america so it, it's it's uh, it, it's a great. I like the way that that Marvel did it to bring him in the movie. Obviously, you know, you watched it and he fell asleep and well, not you know, what I mean, but they found him and then years years later in the future they brought him over to what we now consider the present. So okay, yeah. So it so Captain America will like transcend time. Like sometimes mm-hmm. it'll be that time period. So obviously that was a horrible time in history but mm-hmm. i love the i love the hair i love the cars mm-hmm. so i like enjoy that time period anyway right and i was happy to to figure out why they call him captain america and it's because he was made to fight the nazis so he's right. like the mascot so now it's all like making sense i'm like okay now i know why he's captain america right i'm I, I, like i get it tr- now <laughs> i feel like that trilogy like is the one with like the perfect three movies like that one his second one his third one all fantastic I, i'm always that's why i was kind of apprehensive about having you watch iron man first because iron man one great movie the next two you know kind of and then thor is a trilogy too like the first two my god but then the third one great so okay. it's kind of like i was like okay let me find a way to have her start with Captain America so that like she doesn't run away from this journey. Like I'm always trying to get people to like stick with the journey and like keep watching. So I have people to talk about Marvel too. So I'm like, okay, I'll get her to start with the Captain America movies. And I love the first one, even though like it's a little slower than the other two, 
but I still love it. Well, and I'm very confused by things. So I have some questions. So we'll right. get, you know, like we'll get to it. But I, 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 you know, keeping it in mind that because this, because I did watch it chronologically in terms of events and not mm-hmm. in terms of release, release date. I'm like, I bet some of this stuff is explaining stuff that happened in other movies that like doesn't make any sense to me yet because Absolutely. I haven't seen the movie. Mm-hmm. So, cause I know, okay. So, okay. A question. What <laughs> okay. is, what is Wonder Woman? Like, what is that? <laughs> because <laughs> i saw that movie and that's like a whole other thing right but there's also nazis. just correct me <laughs> there's so. also nazis in that movie yes so is that related so, or so no <laughs> so <laughs> that's so fu- i did not see that question going that way that was so funny to me so wonder woman actually so we there are a lot of different like comic book houses but like the main two you probably need to know about are Marvel and DC. So like DC is like probably the more before uh, the Marvel movies were the more like famous of the the ones, you know, like the more, you know, you know, Batman, you know, Superman, uh-huh. Wonder Woman, like all of those are like DC, Aquaman. It's like the Marvel, Punisher, the Punisher. Punisher is Marvel. Oh, so Captain America, Iron Man, you know. I have Netflix a bunch stuff. of those um, comic books for my uncle. They're like, nice. yes, yeah, I've, I have Marvel you stuff. Should, <laughs> the, um, the Netflix, uh, Punisher show is not connected to the movies, but it was a fantastic series. It's only okay. two seasons. So you should, you should check that out if you like the Punisher. Cause like, even if you don't like it, it's just like, it's a, a gritty, brutal show that just so happens to be based on a comic book character. Okay. Like you don't need to know anything about it to get in and like love it from the jump. Sort of like Riverdale is like Archie. Yeah, exactly. Like where it's like it's not at all, but it is. Right. Exactly. Well, I'll dig up some of that, some of my uncle's stuff that he gave my mom when he passed, and I'll I'll send you pictures so you can like explain what everything is because we have no idea. Right. We're like, what is this shit? I don't know. Right. <laughs> okay, so we've got Marvel and we have DC. So is Wonder Woman? Mm-hmm. So what's Wonder Woman? She's the DC. Wonder Woman is DC. Okay. So that's why. So she's not connected to Captain America at all. But it's sometimes, like, no. like <laughs> right. But you know, like the themes. Sometimes you know, it's it's we, we all come from one world. So like the themes cross every now and then. So so yeah, that first Wonder Woman movie, great movie. Uh, they deal with the Nazis too. So yes, know, I remember. They, She's another character that like doesn't really age. So her and Captain America, they both like have been through a whole like period of time in their comic books and in their movies and stuff. So that's, that's cool. why you see a lot of, yeah, a lot of Nazi stuff in. But just so everyone's clear, if you haven't watched them, the Nazis are still the bad guys in this movie. So don't yes. be afraid to watch. Yes. <laughs> the Nazis are bad, yes. They're bad guys. And I have questions about- yes. Um, who the bad guys are. I know that the mm-hmm. Nazis are the bad guys, but we'll, we'll get to it. So, okay. So if you haven't watched, or I got actually got a couple DMS that were like, I don't understand cap this captain America movie. I can't wait to hear your mm-hmm. recap. And I'm like, well, great. Cause this is like Marvel for dummies. I literally don't know anything. So right. just listen and I'll explain. And Kendrick mm-hmm. will, um, will help us along the way. Right. So there's someone so Chris Evans at the beginning of the movie is like a little shrimp. He's 90 pounds. I like to call him pre-captain because he's not mm-hmm. really Captain America at this time. So he wants to go serve his country.
country, but they're like, no, you're 90 pounds and you have asthma and you're short. So like, right. No. Like has like every disease in the book. Yeah. Every disease, yeah, every disease. <laughs> and they say no. And he's like all pissed. And I'm like, I, I can like appreciate people who feel this desire to protect the country, but I don't get it. Like, I'm like, just stay home. Oh, like I'm, if you like, if y'all are waiting on me to like save the world, <laughs> we're all dead. Like there's nothing, there's nothing I can do. Like nothing. I was going to say like that serum that they injected him with would like, I would love to have that serum, but like it would be so wasted on me. Like I don't need to be muscular to like no. sit and watch Wendy Williams all day. Like <laughs> right. I don't need, I don't gonna, need that at all. Not going to do anything with it. Yeah. So he meets right. the doctor. <laughs> This Dr. Abraham something. I just call him Dr. Mm. Abraham in my notes. So he's like <laughs> going to make him into some sort of like powerful like super, soldier. super mm -hmm. soldier. But then mm -hmm. the crazy thing is, okay, so he goes to this like training camp and I have like flashbacks of outdoor ed on the ropes course because like I can't do shit. <laughs> and he's like barely hanging on by a thread. And then uh -huh. he does this brave stuff where he like jumps on a grenade where it doesn't actually explode. And they're like, okay, you are the right man for the job. So they like take him to the secret lab, which like, I started thinking about it and I'm like, are there secret government labs everywhere? You know, my thought, I'm like, I, who's I talking about that with? I think it was uh <laughs> Bravo enthusiast. I was like, if it like, if it's in a movie, I feel like it could be in real life too. Like, it's just like, I feel like all of that, like, I feel like there are uh, like secret, like evil government agencies. Just so well, and I feel you. When I was watching it, I'm like, there's a granny with like a machine gun guarding the door to the secret lab <laughs> in the antique shop. And I'm like, dude, like I'm never going to go in an antique shop again without thinking there's like a secret <laughs> lab where they're like doing right. experiments <laughs> on people. Like what the heck? <laughs> Okay, so, all right. So this is where I get confused because mm -hmm. there, there's a, these people that have like a secret power that looks like it's an ice cube. Is that? Okay. Like, what is that? So, <laughs> okay. So this is, uh, so like one thing people need to know if they're going to go on their, their Marvel journey is that it's called the MCU for a reason, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm -hmm. because in some way or another, all of the movies are kind of connected. Like okay. you can watch like the first movie in like a series without having seen others, but it kind of helps you out if you've seen the other ones. Because right. they all kind of connect and lead up to like the big team up movies. So that thing that they had was called the Tesseract. <laughs> and... <laughs> I know crazy it's called the tesseract and it has what's called an infinity stone inside of it and if you don't if you guys don't know there's a movie called avengers infinity wars and that's like this movie captain america i think came out in oh god maybe 2010 or 11 i think 11 yeah yeah and infinity wars came out like in 2018 so even way back then, they were planning for this movie that was coming out seven years later. So the Tesseract was like, it had this Infinity Stone inside. And this guy, you've probably heard his name just from like other random crazy people like me, Thanos, who had like the, the glove with uh -huh, the, uh -huh. mm -hmm, the six stones in it. And if he snaps his finger, if he collects all six and snaps his fingers, he can literally wipe out half of 
the universe, like half of existence. Whoa. So yeah. So this movie was like introducing the first one and kind of like showing the power that was inside of that stone. And so way later on in your journey, you'll see him actually get a hold of that, uh, the Tesseract, that big cube, glowing cube. And he like break, like crushes it in his hand and he gets that infinity stone out. So it all leads up to like that okay. moment of like getting those different ones. So these are like the little things that I was saying where I was like, I think this will all make sense if I know what's coming yep. next. <laughs> So I like wrote like, is this guy Hitler? Why does he have an ice cube? Like I'm confused about like, okay. So they have Captain America be basically like a mascot for the United States. Cause they're in, mm-hmm. they're in world war two. Hitler has the Nazis and they're horrible people. Obviously we all know that, mm-hmm. but then there's these like other guys that are flying these like giant ships, like planes. And I'm like, are they with Germany? Like I'm confused by what these people are. So who are these people? So another thing you need to know about these movies, like Marvel and like the, the core of them, like the good guys, like the American government, you have shield S H I E L D. It's like a whole acronym. I'm not going to get into all that because I can't remember what it is, but there's shield. And then there's Hydra. Hydra are like the bad guys okay. and they're usually connected like you know with the Nazis and all this kind of stuff so so they are it, working together they're working together yeah. the Nazis and those guys are working together okay, okay. yep all kind of like interconnected and that's why like he had that line in the movie where he's like uh I had to like Hitler couldn't do what I needed him to do or so you know like so it's all like kind of connected and so like it's basically painting out that like the people that they work for Hydra are in complete opposition with we don't know shield yet but like complete opposition with what like we consider to be good like the american government and like all this stuff right and so later on you'll meet uh well at the end of this movie you met samuel l jackson yes samuel l jackson in an eye patch appears and tells him he's been asleep for 70 years i wrote that down like samuel l jackson what are you doing here there's one minute left in this movie like what is going on and that that seems crazy but like those ending scenes like are what like marvel fans like love because it's like it sets up yes yes, it like sets up a whole nother world or like a whole nother movie like everything and so that's why like people like this wandavision show that i've been like obsessing about on instagram they've been like taking like a fine tooth comb and a magnifying glass like watching every scene because they feel like every single thing means something for like the next episode or the next series it probably does it probably does right it absolutely does i like i won't don't even get me started with that because i'll be talking for like six years but so like they'll like what like those kind of like ending scenes it's like why marvel fans when you go like to a marvel movie in theaters you know to like not leave until you've watched all the credits because usually there's like an ending credit scene like after the credits I didn't watch the credits I didn't watch them (laughs) okay I'll go back and watch the credits I'll go back and watch I noticed yeah I was running out of time because I had to you know do my job but like because I watched it how annoying I know I'm like are you guys kidding me you have a meeting I'm like I'm trying to watch this movie but the credits (laughs) were beautiful like they were very bright and lots of like Mm -hmm. cartoon stuff and I was into them and I was like man I want watch the credits because I like the credits I actually enjoy credits um and I couldn't I couldn't get through it all because I had to go to I had to do work but um maybe I'll right. go back and see if they have like another scene see what can I, I just say 
you were talking about how like how beautiful it looks. They put like now, especially now that like Marvel is like literally the biggest brand on the planet. They put so much money into like these individual movies and episodes. Like, obviously, you can tell by like how much the money's in the CGI and stuff. But like the show that we're like all watching currently, WandaVision, each episode, $25 million budget. Holy shit. Yeah, for one episode. It's on and, Netflix. Like, it, so these are on Disney Plus. Oh, Disney so Plus. So like okay. now, yep, now they'll be putting out Marvel TV shows and Marvel movies like in theaters. And like now you have to keep up with everything. Like now they're all connected. <laughs> and it sounds like so much, but like people like me are just like, yeah, <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> dancing in my seat. Every Friday, I hope my boss never hears this, but like every Friday I wake up <laughs> And like, I don't do anything for like the first hour. I like turn on my TV. I'm like moving my mouth so I don't look inactive. And I'm like watching my stuff. I'm like, I don't have time for like any of the shit y'all are talking about right now. Oh I gotta my watch God. This and I got to interact with people to see what's going on. Cause this is literally all I care about right now. Dude, I'm so all in. Like I, I have more to talk about with this movie, but I just have to say now like this, I'm like so into it. I know I don't understand any of it, but like I am into it. I promise. I really yes. am. And that's what's great because like you don't have to like really like it helps like if you know the comics and stuff but like it helps like on a a super geeky level like you don't need to like know the comics to yeah enjoy any of this like but if right. you watch like if you start watching the movie and go forward you're good you'll you'll be like you'll get to like movie number 17 and you'll be like oh my god i remember <laughs> oh my god. that person from movie five like it's I, it's the best shit in the world like you'll you'll end up loving it Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear who, like, as you go along, who your favorite characters are. Okay, like, so I really like super controversial. I really like. Okay, so I liked this movie, but like, none of the people, like, mm -hmm. none of the characters from this movie, am I like obsessed with? Does that make sense? You'll never see any of them again. Okay, they're all dead. So yeah, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, you'll never see. Well, you'll see one. He's Samuel like Samuel main... L. Jackson. With oh, an yeah, you'll see him. So too, yeah. <laughs> you'll see him like probably in probably eighty percent of all of the rest oh, of the movies. Oh wow! Okay. He's like you know we're you know obviously we're like leading up to an Avengers like a team up movie, and so like he's the guy that's going around putting the team together. So what's an Avenger? So an Avenger, just like you know what the Justice League is, like DC, that's like the Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman, they all get the group and they- So they work together. Fight. Right. So like, okay. it's like Marvel's version of Justice League. Okay. Like basically like all these different heroes working together to do whatever they need to do, you to know. To fight bad people. And Captain America yeah. was the first Avenger. That's the name of the movie. Yes. The first exactly. Avenger. <laughs> and so the next movie you watch, I think is Captain Marvel. I don't know. You, you I, have, I have to chronologically. Yeah, I have to look. Okay. Yeah. So is it about so Captain America? He's in the next one. Like his movie is the no, next. So, the next one is Captain Marvel. So it's actually Marvel's first female-led movie. Oh, I and like so, that. Yeah, it's played by uh, Brie Larson, and so <gasps> I love her. I know I, I love Brie Larson. Okay, that's good. Um, okay, so there was one character who really freaked me out, and um, he was the redhead guy, like the literally head red head, literally a redhead guy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, was he Hitler? Like that's why I was confused. No, so he's uh, he's he's Red Skull. So red I know Skull. they probably make 
<laughs> it's like duh, but no, no, he's like literally he's, he, <laughs> that's the character that he's Red Skull. You'll actually see him way later in a different movie, and it'll make a lot of sense. But like, no, he wasn't Hitler, but he was like leading Hydra at the time. Okay. And so he's like was super, you know, he 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 was trying to break away from Hitler because he felt like Hitler wasn't doing enough which is the craziest shit in the world like yeah that's crazy like he yeah Yeah. and he was like saying some crazy shit where he's like soon there's gonna be a nate there's gonna be a world with no flags and i'm like that's why i was confused because i was like wait if he's (laughs) fighting captain america and captain america's fighting the nazis but doesn't hitler want everyone to be a in his army Mm -hmm. so why is this guy trying to make no flags is he trying to take over the whole world but so is he gone right is he gone that that He's the Red done. Skull guy. Red Skull. You'll see him one more time, but it's like it's like way later in your journey. Okay. And it's for it's for a very specific reason. Okay. And it'll all make sense then. But you don't you don't have to worry about Red Skull for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> we can forget about him for a while. So Captain America, he you know he goes to war. He fights Red Skull. He defeats him. Seemingly is successful. Mm-hmm. But then he's like trying to get the plane back home or whatever it is that big sh- spaceship <laughs> in the sky. And we mm-hmm. see him heading toward the ice and I'm like, oh my God, that's the ice from the beginning. So now I s- notice that it's like, you know, he's headed for what I guess is Antarctica. And all of a yeah. sudden he wakes up and he's like, where am I? And then Samuel a- Jackson in an eye patch appears and he says, you've been asleep for 70 years. And the, the, the thing that blew my mind <laughs> was that his reaction was like, Oh, I missed my date with Peggy. <laughs> like that's what he's <laughs> like. That's what you're upset about. You missed your What's date so with Peggy, right? Like Peggy, like all right, Peggy. But like that's like that's so funny because like if you remember that moment, like the last movie, like the last big movie that came out was called Avengers Endgame. There was one after that, but who cares? But <laughs> Avengers Endgame was like the biggie, biggie, biggie that like everything had been leading up to so like it, it was like the that movie but like that'll all like pay off in that movie that like his obsession was like peggy and getting back to peggy and all this kind of stuff so oh my god they try to make it yeah they're like building out these <laughs> super romantic relationships i'm like all right get to the like, fight. <laughs> they didn't really have a connection to me i'm like whatever it's, oh, it's everybody crazy. everybody has to have a romance i guess there has to be right but i'm glad that that wasn't like a huge thing in the movie so that one well, that's one thing i liked that it, there wasn't a mm-hmm. huge romantic thing obviously he's into peggy i guess I loved like the music and the suspense. I love the story. Chris Evans was like hot, but um, everyone is yep. white. So there's like no representation. I understand it's like World War II. So like, what does Marvel do to like combat this? Like, is there going to be a correction somewhere? Like what happens? Tell me about this. So yes. So they've like, they've gotten a lot of heat, like especially towards the beginning of this because when the Avengers form, like I'll go ahead and tell you, the Avengers form, it's like five white guys and a white woman, mm-hmm. basically like are the core of the Avengers. After that, they started getting like a lot of criticism because people are like, okay, there's literally zero representation of anybody else on the planet. And so they start like, 
they we get we build out that team like those are the core six but then there are three other avengers movies down okay. the line so like by the time you get to the second one we've the movies in between that we've built out a team kind of and so then you start to see different people popping up and now we've gotten into marvel does this thing where they they do their movies in phases so everything leading up to like the the first avengers movie is phase one and then everything leading up to the second one phase two and then everything else is phase three we've now I, I feel like I sound so crazy talking about all this, but <laughs> we've like now gotten into phase four with this show that I've been obsessing about called WandaVision. And so now like all the projects that they've been announcing, they've like fully committed to like, okay, we need more representation. We've heard you. We get it. We have so many characters in comic books that we can bring to life and all this kind of stuff. And so like now like WandaVision, it's a female led show. We had Black Panther before this, that was like the biggest movie like in the world for a while. Uh, we have some, we have the first like Pakistani uh, American character that's coming to life like this year, I think. We have the Eternals who are like a super diverse team of, it's, it's a lot. So like they're doing a lot Good. to kind of, Okay. Correct. It was people like me. I was like, okay, Marvel. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm giving y'all a little while, but like I'm, I was I was a lot more patient with them because I love Marvel. But like I'm like, okay, now like here the hell up. Like, what are y'all doing? And so like they're they're consciously trying to fix their problem, which Good. I love. I mean, of course, like watching this, it's set in a time period where yeah, like you're talking about like a time where things were not like they are now. There's not like diversity. You're not going to mm -hmm. have like an interracial couple probably like forming. Right. Like I get that you have, you know, there's some like accurate depiction of that time period. But then at the same mm -hmm. time, I'm like, but it is like, I don't want to say science fiction. Is this, would you consider right. this science fiction? Yeah, absolutely. So like, like they can take liberties, like do what you need to do, you know? So right. I'm glad they're it's doing like that, that whole thing. It's like that whole thing with like the little mermaid. Right. Like once they announced like, uh, who is this? Uh, Hallie Bailey. That's going to be, uh, <laughs> the little mermaid. People are like, no, that's not the little mermaid. I know. They were like, y'all know mermaids aren't real. Right. You know, it's, it's like that whole she thing. She doesn't so like, even have legs, dude. Like she's right. not even a human. <laughs> <laughs> right so it's like y'all can take a couple of liberties but it's just like uh, it's it's like at least at least y'all have gotten it together at this that's point. good so yeah i'm I'll, glad to I'll hear be that happy about it yeah so i had another question which seems like the dumbest okay. question to end on but this was my last <laughs> question so um does captain underpants have anything to do with captain <laughs> america because like like that's all I was thinking about this whole time. So, but if any of y'all have been watching The Bachelorette, like we're watching The Bachelorette, like when it was airing, Captain, uh, what's the name? Captain Toaster, Captain Underpants. He looked just like Bennett. But that's about the only connection that you're getting to. The, oh my god! That you're getting to this world. No, he has nothing to do with anybody. <laughs> I literally like could not stop thinking about Captain Underpants. I'm like, because I think it's because like, so I taught fourth and fifth grade for years and like the kids mm -hmm. that didn't like reading, they loved Captain Underpants. Like I'm not saying like the you book fair. Like, yes, at the book fair. And I'm not yes. saying because you, you know, you don't have to be able to read to read Captain Underpants. Of course, not at all. But mm -hmm. I'm just saying that like 
those books were interesting for people who didn't like to read. And I just, and I just literally kept thinking about, cause he has like the red cape. So I was like, and the books are blue. (laughs) So they're like red, white, and blue. And I'm like, is he like, is this like Captain America, Captain Underpants? <laughs> I, I thought there was a connection somehow, but apparently We need not. to like talk to Marvel, like bring Captain <laughs> Underpants to the MCU, like right now. We would get so many more kids watching these movies, like here we are, as if they're like not already making a billion and a half dollars every time, but- Billion, with a budget of 25 million an episode on Disney Plus, like you must be- Like how many people have Disney Plus then? If you're making that much money, like- Wow. Oh my, like they and like those kids oh my god it's like i'm you can tell like i just like love talking about this shit but i'm <laughs> like, so glad we did this i was like i want to <laughs> talk to you about like bravo stuff but then i was like that would be kind of fun because like i want to watch marvel mm-hmm. but like i like to do stuff with people like to you know interact right. and like hear other people so i'm glad i had you to explain some of the movie to me too because i like would not understand right i get it like everyone is like that too like people have been like uh dm and me and they're kind of like okay i want to start this journey but like it's kind of intimidating at this point i'm like i get it like i didn't really so like i grew up watching like uh like x-men and like all this stuff so like i've always loved like uh marvel and dc and all this stuff but like i didn't really get into the mcu until the captain america movie which is like the maybe the third one the same third one I think that didn't come out at that point and so like I had missed like the Iron Man phase and like all this stuff but I loved Captain America so much that like I got fully invested plus I was in college and like I had to at some point you have to like kind of prioritize I'm like okay I have to kind of do work today but yeah and then you like (laughs) go you're going out a lot and like hanging out with people and like you're not like what we do now which is just like sit on the internet and like geek out with our internet friends with our comic books and like bravo (laughs) shit like I don't know it's like we were literally like DM and like 10 minutes before this. And then we were like, oh shit, we got to like actually go and record now. <laughs> it's insane. Last week, my average screen time was up to 11 hours, 21 minutes oh a my- day. I literally, I turned that off because I was like, I don't want to <laughs> see that anymore. Like, I don't need that negativity in my life. Like, I know I have a problem, but it's okay. It's so crazy, but I like love oh it. So I love it so much. Like I'm having so much fun. And honestly, like, I hope that you do the same. I hope after quarantine is like, or after, you know, things kind of go back to normal. I hope we still have this community because it was here before we came. Like, you know what I mean? Like the Instagram meme accounts, the podcasters, like they were, so many of them have been around before, like Mani, you know, Oh No Bravo. Mm -hmm. Like they were around before we started our podcasts and stuff. So I know it'll be Mm -hmm. there for when things go back to normal, but like, it's like, this is like a new thing that I just love. Like I love, right? it's so fun. it's gotten us through like the darkest period that like we've had to live through. It's just like literally like turn on the news and seeing like literally like a civil war. I had, I'm sorry. I had no idea my dog was right here, but she's been like right here chewing on a bone. Like for probably like 30 minutes now. I had no idea. She's I just so cute. She's so cute. <laughs> you precious. But I had like, I like, we're literally like living through like civil war and where it's like a the a pandemic and all this kind of so it's like literally this community has gotten us through the darkest of times and I like I almost like can't imagine going forward now 
even if, even if things ever go back to normal, like I can't imagine going forward, like without all of y'all now, like it's, I don't know. It feels like a part. It's like, it's ingrained in me. It feels like a part of my everyday life. Yes. I'm also never going back to a workplace again. So <laughs> you're like, I don't care so what you say. <laughs> right. Never. <laughs> like, well, yeah, I totally agree. Like for me, this has been such a good experience in a, in a time where I needed something, but also it's been so fun. That's like, it's crazy because mm-hmm. even though this has been such a hard year, I feel like it's been more fun than it was that I can't remember the last thing that I was like involved with that I really liked this much. Right. So it's, it's, like, it's literally like, it's crazy because it's, you were forced to stay at home, but you were like, on the flip side, like it's not really forced. It's like you get to be at home with like the people that you should be like putting a lot of energy into. And like, you get to make all these new friends and you get to like put forth a lot of effort into the stuff that you've always wanted to anyway. Yeah. And so it, it it's weird. I, I know what you mean. Like it's the craziest thing in the world, but like I, as terrible as 2020 was, it was almost like I'm, I don't want to say I'm glad it happened, but right. it's almost like Definitely I can not appreciate, glad, but right. right. <laughs> I can appreciate 2020 a little better, you know? Yeah. Like, it's crazy that we've never met. We talk every day. Mm-hmm. I've never seen mm-hmm. like you in real life. The, the people that I talk to the most, I've never met in real life. It's, it, right. it's just, it's just crazy. It's, it's so it's wild. So crazy. Like thinking about like how often I talk to like Taria and you and Stephanie and Obi and Chelsea and every, like just all, and, like everyone in the, it's, uh, it's almost insane and then I like look at my phone I'm like I haven't responded to a single text message today like oh my god let me let me make sure people are okay because I've been talking to like everyone I know from Instagram right now so I, I was will be okay. yes I was talking to Lily the other day and she said something about her in real life friends and I was like I don't know the last time I talked to my friends I should text right. them like it's been a couple days I was like shit what are they up to right. like Oh my, my, one of my, my, like my best friend that lives in Indiana, like literally texts me and he was like, I know you've been like getting over coronavirus, but like, are, are you okay? Like I, your responses this week have been just like super, like matter of fact, I'm like, oh, I'm like, I don't want to say like, like, oh, I've been literally just like doing other shit, but like, you're like, I'm like, knee deep like, in summer house. Okay. Right. <laughs> like I have stuff going on right now. Okay. So <laughs> I can't be bothered. I know it's My crazy. God. It's crazy. Well, I'm so happy that we got to do this together and I can't wait for oh us to do it again. You have to come back. I it's know all happening. Literally anytime you want me to, I don't care if it's Cynthia's bachelorette party <laughs> or whatever. I'm, I'm here. I'll make time. I'll come. I love, love that. It. Uh, please tell everyone where they can find you on Instagram and where they can find your podcast. Say your podcast name correctly so that they can yes. find you. <laughs> so I, everyone, I'm Kendrick. Uh, I am on Instagram at Housewives Marvel Podcast. You can literally find the podcast anywhere. If you click the link in my bio on Instagram, it'll take you to 
you can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, anywhere you get podcasts, you can find me. The name of the podcast is Me and You, The Housewives and Marvel 2. I drop an episode every single week. And now that Marvel is putting out content, I drop a bonus episode every single Saturday. WandaVision comes on on Fridays. I drop an episode on Saturdays because I love it all so much. So give me a subscribe, leave me a review, and I'm sure I'll be back to talk about anything Amanda wants to talk about. And when I start having guests, I'll definitely have her on every single week so that you guys can hear (laughs) us talking about everything <laughs> and you are you going on mocha minute soon to talk about summer house to like really dive I deep am. okay so yeah, everyone so keep an Stephanie, eye out for that yeah yeah we're, we're setting up a time right now probably going to talk uh i don't know when this episode will come out but most likely we'll talk within this week ahead of the actual summer house premiere and so because we have like we when i post like clips of summer house in my stories Stephanie is like the first one to get in there. She's like, because I have thoughts about that. I'm like, me too. I'm like, me too. We got to talk about this. She is so, so we need funny. To, oh, I, I love Stephanie. Probably one of the funniest like podcasters I've met throughout this whole yes, thing. She's such a trip. So I can't wait to listen to that episode. And you were recently, I don't know when it was, but you were recently on Ono Bravo Live, correct? Yeah. Oh, when was that? My, it was sometime during this whole Salt Lake City yes. stuff because we want to talk about Salt Lake. My God, if you're not watching Salt Lake City, start. Yes. I, I, I too miss Mary Cosby, but <laughs> watch it anyway because we're enjoying it and I want to see how this all plays out. And I'm here along. I'm for the ride. Follow me on Instagram so we can all just talk about all the ridiculous stuff that we talk about every single day. Yes, and you can go to Ono oh Bravo Saves Her Live. So if you want to see Kendrick's yes. beautiful face and hear him talk about Salt Lake City, you can go <laughs> check him out there. And um, thank you guys for listening. We had so much fun. Yes, yes. Thank yes. you all. I love you all. And I hope I make a lot of you as new friends sometime soon. Yes. All right. Go follow him on Instagram, everyone. Thanks. Thanks for listening to It's All Happening. Remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a five-star review. If you have nothing nice to say, my DMs are always open. Please follow me on Instagram at It's All Happening X and on Twitter at happening underscore pod. Until next time.